the College Planning Edge. Multiply your odds of getting into your dream college and get your hands on thousands of dollars of fat, juicy scholarships. Brought to you by Lockwood College Prep, helping college-bound families get the edge in college admissions, financial aid, scholarships, and test prep. This episode of the College Planning Edge was originally broadcast as a part of our Facebook show, College Talk Tuesday, which is on Facebook.com slash Lockwood College Prep. And we talked about what happens after you file your financial aid forms. Pearl says this all the time, and she should know because she files about 300 families worth of forms each year. Filing your FAFSA and your CSS profile and other financial aid forms is not when things end, it's when they start. And frequently, it gets really frustrating and anxiety-ridden after you file. So in this episode, you'll learn how to cope with that and come out smelling like a rose. Enjoy the episode. And if you like it, please write us a review. Uh, Leave us a delightful five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening to this. Thanks. Hi, Pearl. Oh, hey. Welcome to College Coffee Talk. Welcome, Pearl. Welcome, Andy. Welcome, everybody, listeners. A late post-Peloton arriving Pearl. Worth the wait. Oh, thank not you. Not implying you're not. Just it's not really a surprise show. You know, we do it every Tuesday. We talked about it. Hmm. She's smiling but seething inside. So anyway, welcome. Pearl Andy Lockwood, Lockwood College Prep. Our weekly show, College Talk Tuesday. College Coffee Talk Edition. And um, we cover stuff that has to do with applying to college, paying for college, oh, test prep, which is part of applying to college and getting into college. Sometimes we talk about uh, why the heck should you even go to college and other fun things like that. So welcome to this week's show. And I wanted to talk about um, stuff that I've seen a flurry of emails about, and so have you, and that is specifically missing information. So let me frame it for uh, for you and uh, for Pearl. What, I'm teeing it up for you or yeah. about to pitch it to you? Yeah, what is that? I th- Are you going to really, hit me? No, no. It could either be a golf swing, but uh, you would really start like this. No, I was actually batter, batter up. Okay. I thought you were like saying... The- I'm the great pearl. I am the great pearl. Okay. So, so Pearl is a little giddy because she just finished sort of her crushing part of her work life, which kind of starts end of August and then runs through November 15th. And um, what we're referring to our priority financial aid deadline. So there's this behind the scenes here. There's a flurry of activity with, uh, I don't know, you've, you filed more than 200 um, families worth of things so far, and yep. you have now returning students that you're switching to. So when the dust settles, she'll handle probably... And some of our listeners have yet... Some of our still rising freshmen. Yes. Yes, I I, uh, I see too. I see a name in particular who's who I have a date with today. So. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, hello to Carmen. Hello to Chuck, and happy Thanksgiving to you too. And hi, Michelle. Thanks, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Hello to David and Christine, Hello our assistant Christine. Christine, who helps Pearl out a lot. Yeah. And loyal listener and uh, Uncle Sid. 
Uncle, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Sid, who it'd be nice to invite him Thanksgiving if we were allowed to do that. Yes. Um, so, so behind the scenes, there's this, um, from my perspective, a, a massive um, crush of uh, information that gets um, submitted to Pearl. You know, the typical client might have 12 to 15 colleges and there's a bunch of information that goes on the financial aid forms that get you know sent to each of these schools or most of them and then it's a lot of back and forth and passwords and ids and things that don't work and whatever so um but everything gets filed on time i don't think anyone who was uh late at all this yeah. year which happens which is every year i mean you, yeah. are, you usually feel nervous that there, there could be but you didn't blow any, any deadlines nope. again not, not Congrats, so far congratulations <laughs> um and uh, so, so then what happens is one, once you file, and this is kind of hard for people to understand if they've never been through this mm -hmm. in their lives, but um, one of the things I always hear you say is um, filing is not where it ends. That's where it starts. Right. Meaning that once you file, once a family files for financial aid, whether it's with us or on their own, what happens next is kind of disturbing because then if you've applied, to, you know, sent financial aid applications to 12 colleges, you will start hearing back from all or most of those colleges and possibly even the Department of Education via the FAFSA website. Well, definitely. With with a lot of um, stuff, some of which is on point and important, and some of which is not. Right. So, How do you know which to pay attention to? Right. So um, so one of the messages that, uh, that clients get and, and anyone who files gets is... We're missing some information. So I'd like you to talk about what that really means, yeah. but in give us like the broader context of what happens after you file and then, sure. and then get into the missing information. And if any of you guys uh, watching us today um, have any questions, please, this is your, uh, you know, your opportunity to pop them in to chat here and we'll answer them. If, you, if you're watching on replay, same thing. So um, as many of you, no, already there are two main financial aid forms that get filed. There's the FAFSA, which is required by all schools if you are seeking aid at that school, or um, and then there's the seat which determines your federal aid, your federal eligibility for aid, and the CSS profile determines your institutional aid at that school. So not all schools require the CSS profile. Of about 4,000 schools out there, only about 400 require the CSS profile, which is a much more detailed form. When you submit, when we submit the forms, one goes through the college board, that's the CSS profile. The FAFSA goes through the Department of Education. So upon filing each of those, you're going to receive confirmation emails from both of those entities. And then, of course, your school has received these financial aid forms. Your particular family metrics will look different than another family's metrics. What do I mean by that? In this context, if your family owns a business, then you would have other things that a particular school is going to want more information about. For example, they may want your business tax returns. They may want a form filled out, which is called the business farm supplement. Another example, you may student non-filer. You statement. may have a student who did not file a tax return. In Proud fact, of most students don't typically file a tax return. 
So if this is a student that has not filed a tax return, then you are likely to be prompted to complete what's called the non-tax filer statement. And there's another form called the dependent verification. I mean, there are endless amounts of little forms that are not right out the gate required of you, but then get subsequently required of you once you file the financial aid forms based on some of the information that was put in your financial aid forms. So there we have a post-filing uh, requirement situation. Now, so it's not really missing. Right. These are just a continued exploration from the school, gathering all of the information it wants from your family so that it can render a financial aid package to your student. Okay. Now in that process, in a perfect world, you would submit things, these things would be registered, either they would acknowledge so by an email to you, we received your taxes or we received this, or you know that many schools issue login credentials to the site and expect the student to periodically check it to see if anything's missing. So when you know that things have been filed, the FAFSA, the CSS, supporting documentation that comes subsequently, and you go into the, the portal of the school just to, you know, give yourself a head nod and see that in fact it was all registered that way. And lo and behold, you come to your portal and you see, huh, it says I'm missing my FAFSA and it says I'm missing my W-2s and it's, I'm missing the business form supplement. But we, we definitely gave it to Pearl. We definitely, you know, she told us she submitted it, for example. Well, I know it's hard to believe that the schools sometimes don't get it all right. <laughs> but I'm going to let you in on a little secret. They don't always get it right. Okay. In fact, the problem is we attribute so much to these schools, so much intelligence and, and uh, having their act together that sometimes we don't even stop in our tracks to, to consider the fact that maybe these are blast emails. Perhaps these are this is a business that's just churning out responsively emails to you saying that they need this or, or they just want to let all of their applicants know that you should apply for financial aid, just generally speaking. They're not actually speaking to you, Jill, or you, Michelle, or whoever. Um, you have to like be a little bit intuitive here and say, okay, well, well, let's see. Am I missing all of these things? No, because you know I remember that I got a confirmation email from the Department of Education saying that my FAFSA was filed to the very school that's saying that it's missing. <laughs> now what? Hmm. Is my is my confirm, confirmed email receipt not correct, or does the school have it wrong? Yes, the school has it wrong a lot of times. So you just need to be like, don't lose your head in this. If you have ways to follow up and see that things have been taken care of, don't lose your head and freak out first. These things have been taken care of, and it takes time for things to update and to calibrate and to be correct. Just know that it gets and sorted to deep out. State. Sounds, you know, sounds like the bureaucrats again, all over again. But everything is verifiable, providable. It's not like, oh my God, they said they're missing something. Now they're not gonna admit my kid. It doesn't uh, work like that. Right. So relax, chill out. <laughs> it's gonna be a very long year. <laughs> Um, and to be fair, you do. It's, it's reasonable to feel like you have a right to yes. rely on what the what the school is sending you. Yes. And also to be more than fair, uh, when you call a school up and you talk to someone who's not particularly qualified in the financial aid office, like a kid on work study, 
or someone that they uh, hired off from a bus station somewhere or something, um, they may not necessarily be your advocates for helping you figure out whether the school has everything that it's received. But generally speaking, it all settles down within a few days, not instantaneously, but within a few days. Because colleges, just, just because you filed something on the 15th doesn't mean that someone like a little elf or something at the financial aid office is, is, is sitting there waiting to pounce on that data. It'll generally take them a couple of weeks to to pull that information down from Mars. the cloud. Yeah, where, wherever that is. Rigel Seven. Been watching Star Trek Discovery. Just a little. With Pearl, napping. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> anyway, so uh, yeah, so don't, so e even though you're you, you'll be confronted with all kinds of confusing messages, don't be alarmed. Um. Just. You know, sort it, through it, but it's fine. Right. It's not a giant game of gotcha. It isn't. Right. It, so relax. Um, if you're not getting uh, too far with someone in the financial office because you actually successfully get someone on the phone, don't be afraid to go above their heads to, to a supervisor. Uh, sometimes that's the only way to do it. But at this point, it's so early. Uh, I don't think you need to do anything like that until in a very small uh, amount of times when we're, we're trying to appeal an award and they're just not understanding the basis of the appeal. At this point, I don't think a lot of phone action is warranted. No. Okay. So let's see if you have any questions. I saw one come in from uh, Michelle. So uh, curious, does anyone pay sticker price on tuition yep. besides international students or is tuition like that expensive suit at Macy's that's uh, marked down? So I can I can tell you generally the the short answer is about twenty five percent of families at any given college pay full price. They're subsidizing the other seventy five percent. I don't know what Macy's numbers are, but uh, there is a lot of bargaining going on at colleges. But it really depends a lot on how each individual student matches up with that particular college. So a like a, what your poker hand is. A well, sort of. I mean, it's a, a child who it has to beg, borrow, and steal, and scratch, and claw their way to get into a certain college that offers merit aid is probably not going to get a lot of, or any merit aid from that school because they're not at the top of that cohort that they're competing with. So there is bargaining going on, but it's it's best from a position of strength. Um, so there's Michelle again. What are you giggling about? That's funny. Oh. Of course, it's always better to it's Hi, always better to bargain when you're in a position of strength. Well, you can always try, and and, and what you, you perceive what you perceive to be strength may not be, and what you perceive uh, if you, if you don't perceive any strength, that may not be the case. And then there's also bargaining based on um, new information that they don't you know they haven't heard about, like mm -hmm. uh, a drop in income since you filed, right. or you know, unusual expenses or something like that. But there, but I do want to point out that there is an appropriate timing as to when you should introduce that information as well. Um, like right now, as we're applying, as we're waiting for admissions decisions, I would not bring up right now, these are my financial, these are my first financial circumstances. I know you haven't admitted me yet, but when you do, you had better work something out for us. Not helpful. On the other hand, should you choose once you have been given an acceptance to make that argument, you're in a very different situation than you would be if you want to make that argument right now. So be patient. 
there is an order to these things. Totally different stitch. So, all right. So, hello to so again, uh, Michelle is asking some questions. Happy Thanksgiving to Claire, Dorothy Otto from Florida. <gasps> so, I haven't talked to her in a long time. Uh, hello, to Sharon Volkman and Mohammed Shaban. So, if you have any questions, this is a good or comments. This is a great time. Happy to pop Thanksgiving, them in. Yeah. everyone. We we got a very a lot of nice wishes. Thank you. Yes. We wish everybody the same. Pearls, Lots to be thankful for this year. Pearl's turkey has been uh, being prepared since, what, for 24 hours? Longer? Mm, yes. It's in the fridge? Doing its thing. Yeah. Marinating? Marinating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So, so what's going to happen if you have a senior now, 2021, is uh, when you get um, admitted to a college that offers merit aid, typically those offers come either simultaneous with the admission letter or mm -hmm. a few days later or a week later. If you don't get something, you should absolutely call or email and say, hey, I'm wondering about uh, what my uh, eligibility was for scholarships or merit aid. And they'll tell you either it's coming or you're not eligible. Um, the need-based financial aid offers, if you apply early decision and you get in, in the beginning or middle of December, those usually come a few days after that uh, letter of acceptance for early decision. And if you're not applying then, or you don't get in then, and you're waiting for other schools for need-based aid from the financial aid office, those offers generally come uh, February, March, sometimes even April, yeah. which makes things a little dicey because that's uh, you know it's about a month before housing deposits are due. Uh, and it also gives us roughly only about a month to negotiate everything um, before May 1st. And I will bring up here, this is often a time when people are like, I know we haven't gotten all the awards back yet, but but we really want to appeal now because we're afraid that this is going to go too fast and time's going to be up. And so dramatic. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I'm exaggerating. No. But ever since you got your tooth fixed, you've been really, um, you've been performing Emphatic. at a new level. Yeah. Pearl's had some- All right, uh, it's enough. <laughs> it's enough. Pearl has this. Too much. Pearl has no. this habit of biting into things that perhaps she shouldn't be biting into, such as lifesavers and walnuts. It's pecan. And and it was. It wasn't a walnut. Walnut would never. That's not part of the habit. It's not so, part of my salad. So I just want to um, commend you if you were applying to college. This could be a great overcoming adversity essay. <laughs> and she's pulled through, and her smile is lovely. Come on. Mm -mm. <laughs> it's not, wait, it's not quite. It's not quite fixed. It is too fixed. What's your problem? <laughs> Excuse myself. <laughs> no, it's it just come out. Oh. Well, I wouldn't. I think you look. I, I think you look great, Pearl. Jeez, should we talk about college stuff instead? Since when are you closing your mouth? Oh, God, are we in a thing? All right. Uh, really on a different note. Thank you, Claire. Uh, We've rooted us back here. Uh, Veronica, can she still see the report that shows what career she would be good at? She's thinking of still changing majors. Um, email us, and if you can't access it, but it was it's in your email somewhere, and then we can always have it resent to you. Um, Sid, it's insane how long it takes top schools to update their admissions portals. Mm -hmm. It's been three weeks since your son's high school sent letters of recommendation grades, and the college portal still indicate that they are missing of course, I sent a follow-up email, but heard from the college to just relax. It'll take them a while. It's also not so easy to update SAT scores once the mm -hmm. application is submitted. 
I suggest you send a follow-up email to make sure they update the scores. Yeah, I, th I think to alert them about the scores is fine. But yeah, they're you know they have um, a lot of these colleges. They get like 40,000, 50,000, 90,000 applications, and they don't have a huge staff right. of, uh, of people to do that. So it is insane. It's disappointing, but that's just you know just the way it is. Uh, Leslie says happy Thanksgiving. All right, thank you, Leslie. All right. Um, so you're not mad at me about the the mouth thing? She looks great. Are you going back to your um, dentist cousin today? <laughs> she's been. She's like, you, can talk, you can't even talk anymore. Okay. <laughs> wow, I never thought that would ever happen. Um, I'm just gonna tell you we're filming all the time. Wow, I think she's cute. So anyway, all right. Well, that's enough. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I wish you a um, peaceful and uh, a great time with your family and no dental issues or arguments or political things. Um, you can still have the discussions, but you know, let's, let's be uh, sane. Yeah. Keep your, keep your perspective, everyone. Keep your power. Uh, your kids are wonderful. You want them to be happy. Any one of the schools they've applied to, they're going to bring themselves there and they're going to do great things at any one of the places they choose to go to and avail themselves of any of the opportunities in front of them. So I agree. Don't lose sight of that. I agree. All right. Talk to you next week. Have a great week. Happy holidays. Bye. Thanks for listening to the College Planning Edge podcast. For more information about our Inner Circle Group Coaching Membership, which is a great way to dip your toes in the water of the whole college planning morass, um, and get access to our double secret software, College Guru software that helps you create a strategic list of colleges and identify fat, juicy, merit aid and need-based aid opportunities, as well as some other benefits. Check out the Lockwood Inner Circle at lockwoodinnercircle.com and use the coupon code PODCAST for 50% off the first month's membership. Thanks for listening.